Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Tick tock, tick tock, fall and pray because Karrion Cross has returned to WWE and has been inserted right into the main event scene. Welcome to the Rust Talk Podcast review of SmackDown and Rampage. I am Chubber P. Quinnell and I'm joined today not by my intangible co host Tempest, no, no, but by none other than Sat E. Niangi here in flesh here in the person in the person in the flesh in person yeah yes look at that i can feel him he can feel me there's not a screen on the background (laughs) niangi here to stimulate the juices of your wrestling fandom Mm. Mm. yes what a good one Uh, if you guys haven't seen the wrestle talk news episode today sat made his debut on the news as well today so go show him some love on that video too the comments have been very nice so far so let's keep that trend going shall we uh, get in your ultra chats to russeltalk.com forward slash support. We're going to go through all the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, but the first thing we're going to talk about is going to be this main event uh, segment on SmackDown, which was Roman Reigns coming out to cut a promo saying yes. he was going to brag about what happened because the Usos are still champions and he's still champions. So, you know, let's brag about it. Gets interrupted by Drew McIntyre, who's going to be his challenger at Clash at the Castle. But before anything important can happen, other than Drew McIntyre calling him the tribal queef. Queef. That's a, <laughs> that's a thing that happened. Uh, Called him the tribal queef. He then gets interrupted. He says, I don't want to wait for Clash at the Castle. I want to fight now. Takes the t-shirt off. Gets ready to go. But here comes a returning Carrion Cross. And this isn't, very importantly, this is not the old main roster Carrion Cross. This is NXT Carrion Cross with Scarlet, with his old music. The big harbinger of doom. The big flapping bird visual on the Tron. The fallen prey music. Cross comes out and attacks Drew McIntyre from behind, rams his head repeatedly into the yes. steps, which is a cool-looking spot, does his big elbow to the back of the head, and then Scarlet comes down with an hourglass, puts it into the ring, and turns it down so the sand starts ticking down on Roman Reigns' title reign. This was a fantastic way to win the show. I really enjoyed all of this. And to think that Vince McMahon did not see money 
in the pairing of Scarlett and Karrion Cross. This for me is Triple H trying to prove a point. I feel like everything that Vince said that wasn't working out, he's going to prove him wrong. It's also like Thanos. First he's got Dakota Kai back and now he's got Karrion Cross back. <laughs> Who else is going to be on the, on the Infinity Stone? What's the next one? Who's he going to revive? It's going to be Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Can that count as one or is that two? I'll, I'll count that as one. Count that the as way. one? I'll count that as the way. The as way? One. Yeah, yes. that's one. All right. And what's the last one? The last one that needs to do in. Uh, who else was on my list of people that he was going to rehire? Uh, uh, I can't remember my own list. You, 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 did you write the list? Technically, I took the entry from a WrestleTalk.com article, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. No, but, anyway. I, but this goes to show you how much the main event scene in the WWE during the Vince era this year was so dark. I mean, they were going to push Madcap Moss. No offense to Madcap Moss. Maybe a lovely young man, but he was not ready for any sort of push trying to bring him. And you got Theory with the Money in the Bank briefcase. And when you see Karrion Cross and you instantly put him in the main event, it doesn't seem out of place. Yes, he lost to Jeff Hardy in a couple of minutes. Yes, he dressed in... Um, demolition kink outfit mm. but if we do a hard reset and you do a men in black thing and you squeeze the little pen thing forget it happened mm-hmm. it could have been he had an injury his back he's got hair now scarlet with him i'm excited we've got something excitable to talk about it's not another week of saying oh smackdown was drab smackdown is boring whatever but this was good this was, this was good. Not and, great or terrible. It's yeah, good. It's just good. And the thing is, I think this is such an important... This is yet another step of Triple H's WWE. Because yeah. as I mentioned on that video, you should totally go and watch of the 10 former WWE stars that Triple H could rehire. Uh, go check it out on the main WrestleTalk channel. Uh... This is such a statement by Triple H, because in the space of a week that he's really had control, mm. we've got Dakota Kai coming back, Boom. the new stable with Bailey, Dakota, and EO, got Karen Cross coming back, we've got Champa challenging for the US title, we've got Ricochet getting a win on this show. There's so many, like, little steps that are happening, some of them bigger than others, like the return of Bailey in that faction, or Karen yeah. Cross returning here, the much bigger statements. But there's also lots of other little steps happening that I think are going to add up over time to make one big change across the whole product. And I'm do really say, excited. Do say, do say. I mean, like, like I'm mentioning, Ricochet getting the win, Shayna Baszler getting the win, more yes. focus on women, the women's tag title tournament coming back. There's so many of these things happening that I think we're going to look back in a few months and be like, oh yeah, this was happening the whole time. We're going to look back and be like, this is a completely different product than what we're used to. And also, new complaints. Triple H is shoving his NXT people down our throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be coming through. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to predict that because we yeah. can't have good things for too long because we have to crap on it eventually. Exactly. I've already seen people being like, I oh, I just have no interest in seeing NXT carrying cross back. I'm like, would you prefer main roster carrying cross? Either what or. do you want? Do you want Vince's carrying cross? Yeah. Demolition kink? Or yeah. do you want the dude that's obsessed with hourglasses? Yeah. I'll take the hourglass guy. Yes. I'll take the hourglass guy yeah. and his wife. Yeah. Who's like a modern day Sherry Martel. Mm. I know most people don't watch NXT. Heck, no one watched the review I was on. That's why it got cancelled and I'm here. <laughs> but that was a good character. Scarlett got a lot to bring to the table because for a lot of people, that's the first time seeing her on screen. She did that mm. dark matches, but she's never been on screen. Yeah. So this is a completely new character for a lot of people never seen her. You're in for a treat. If they let Karrion Cross of like NXT or even an updated version of what he's doing NXT with, you know, 
much more growth hormones inside, mm. you're in for a treat. Yeah, I, I think this act is one that is perfect for the main roster. Because I know that NXT Karrion Cross rubbed some people the wrong way and that he didn't quite, like, fit, you know, or, like, the indie guys that people really liked for NXT. And he I know was that, an indie... That, this, that, I know, I know. I'm going to get into it. You, 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 do, you do it, Sat. I'm going to get into you it. You go. Karrion Cross is an indie guy. Yeah, Killer Cross was in the indies. Yeah. MOW. Uh, he did AAW. He did Japan. He did Mexico. What more do you want from him? I'm sorry that he's 6364. I'm sorry that he likes to do spooky promos. I'm sorry that his wife's attractive. Because sometimes it's like a Vince thing. People don't like people with attractive wives. It's like, why is your tra- why is your wife attractive? Let me let me break your spirit. Because you seem to be too <laughs> happy in life. Vince has got a history of doing that. Mark Merrow had a hot wife. Look, you got a hot wife? Come here. Come here, pal. Let, yeah. let, let me let me show you something. Rusev's got a hot wife. Come here. Mm-hmm. You're Bulgarian. You shouldn't have a hot wife. Yeah. You should have one with a mustache. You know. <laughs> yes. All right, Sat. All right, Sat. Yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like a lot of people felt like Karrion Cross didn't quite fit in NXT because there was a lot of the smaller indie guys and Karrion Cross wasn't in that mold. So I know some people didn't quite enjoy his NXT run, but I think that that act is absolutely perfect for the main roster. It, it is spot on for what the main roster should be. And him getting immediately inserted into this title picture, he immediately feels like someone who could legitimately beat Roman Reigns. And that is the first time I have said that sentence in a long time. Because I... I Who's the last person that legitimately looked like they could beat Roman Reigns? Because I didn't buy that Brock Lesnar was going to win at SummerSlam. I didn't no. buy that Brock Lesnar was going to win at WrestleMania. No. Who the hell was before that? Uh, there, there, there was there was Kevin Kevin Owens at some point was involved. Edge. Did you buy Edge potentially because it's a comeback story? No. But Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, did no. you buy that? No. Uh, Kev, Kevin Owens? No. Jay Uso? <laughs> Because that's how far we're going back. Yeah, Bray Wyatt, yeah, but God. Bray Wyatt got jet skied no. to, to Raw because he was a SmackDown guy. And didn't buy Riddle. Uh, Braun Stro- This is how far I'm going back. I'm just oh, no. I'm digging people from the ditches. Uh, you Cesaro? Know, that, yeah, Cesaro was another one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no one really, but this feels like a lot. Honestly, the two names that I can really see beating Roman Reigns right now are Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. And we got both of them involved in this title feud. And for me, that's really exciting. I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't think Drew was... Unless one of the titles on the line that was the caveat, I didn't think that he was going to win. I think it's more like, all right, Drew, you got your show now. Mm-hmm. You're going to headline. That's it, pal. For me, it's more it Cody Rhodes was the only one for me mm-hmm. on the horizon before the injury. And that's it. But when Vince was in charge, you can see him doing something crazy, like give Fury the title for two seconds for yeah. a month, yeah. then lose it. And you're like, yeah. well, why did you do it? But yeah, Karrion Cross as someone that Roman Reigns has never interacted with, mm. never touched, never buried on the promo, say that you're like third, third rate or whatever. Because yeah. Drew McIntyre got that stink of that promo mm-hmm. from Survivor Series. So Karrion Cross coming back as a new character, refreshed. Mm-hmm. He looks menacing. He's this, got hair now. He's got hair now. But people can complain. Is this heel versus heel? Do we want to see heel versus heel? <laughs> well, it's a three-way feud, though, because you've got Drew as the babyface in the mix. I, re- I really, I'm totally on board with all of this. I'm on board, but you still get people he did not deserve to get. Because he's getting thrust into the main event. It's weird. He's getting thrust into the main event scene. I've already seen some comments saying, is Karrion Cross Triple H's first big stumble? No. That's the answer. No, it isn't. And I agree. No is the answer because mm. what do you want? Moss, Theory, or Cross? Those are your three <laughs> options. 
pick one wisely. Mad Cat Moss, Theory, or Carrying Cross. I'll, yeah. ta- I'll take Carrying Cross of the bunch, I think. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I really like that this was the NXT Cross as if previous main roster debut never happened, getting thrust right in at the main event. This is exciting. This is changed. This is different. This is different from what we normally see. And that, to me, is really exciting because we haven't seen something that is like a drastic change in WWE since what, 20, maybe even like 2018, maybe a bit earlier. Like, I'm trying to think of the last like landscape shaking, like, oh also, my God. Also, you when, know? You, when you were describing the Roman Reigns promo, I was like, we've seen this before. He comes out, he brags. Even Drew McIntyre coming out, we've seen a babyface cut mm-hmm. a promo. The babyface doesn't want to wait. Let's fight now. And you'll be like, Sami Zayn's been a recurring theme on the show. He's going to attack him or mm-hmm. to prove his loyalty. But sure. nope, we've got the surprise that happened in the main event. So, yes, I'm very, yeah, very excited I'm, for this I'm to come. super pumped for all of this. And I know there, there might be some people... I. This is just something that I thought that people might think. I haven't seen anyone saying this, so this is pure speculation on my part. Are people being like... Karrion's kind of interfering with Drew's title shot that he's been wanting to get for a while. And maybe that's true, but I feel like this is more exciting, honestly. Also, why are you crying for? Because after Drew loses, because eventually, you know, that's... that's, He's gonna... That's a spoiler, guys. (laughs) Not prediction. In it, it's not prediction, spoiler. He's gonna lose. What happens to Drew afterwards? Mm. He's got a new feud on the horizon yeah. with Karrion Cross, And also something we should talk about, something that you mentioned in your news episode today, I that did. Sap presented. You haven't seen that reminder. He did a news episode. Go watch it. Show him love. Um, is that one of the uh, reported pitches that Fightful Select reported was that Karrion Cross might be getting a title match with Roman Reigns for one of the world titles, not both. So this might be a way to have Karrion Cross win but still protect Roman Reigns because he still holds on to a title coming out of it. I don't know. And maybe you could have Cross pin McIntyre to win one of the titles if it's like a triple threat so that Reigns still is still intact afterwards and still hasn't lost, but he's gotten rid of one of the world titles. I can see that happening on a SmackDown. I can literally yeah. them do... I can see them do, like, before Clash of the Castle. Mm-hmm. Is it Clash of the Castle? Clash of the Castle. No, Bash of the Beach. Clash at the Castle, which we're doing a watch party for. Yes. I don't think the link is in the description because I don't think I did it. But click the link if it's there. And if it's not, come back and click the link later. I did a news video. It was on that description. Click on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go watch watch the news video. Click on there. (laughs) Subscribe. And then come back, possibly. You could do both. Multitask. We can do this. Absolutely. I was thinking, it sounds like a WWE thing or Triple H thing to do to make it exciting. The week before the actual Clash at the Castle match, do the triple threat. Mm -hmm. And then... Cross can pin McIntyre, then McIntyre can go chase the title afterwards. Maybe mm-hmm. Cross can interfere and yeah. catch the castle. But yeah, it's exciting. Possibilities endless. The pieces are moving around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like Groundhog Day anymore. Mm. And you don't feel like you have to, you know, do bad things to yourself because you're watching WWE. Exactly. That's That's exactly right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, let's get into uh, seeing what you guys think. Let's get in some of your ultra chats here. Uh, keep sending those into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan, says, uh, fall and pray. I hope you two are having an awesome time. Sadly, cannot be here live as I'm on my way to WXW tonight. Uh, but I had to say something about Karrion Cross. I think he can make a huge impact. Finally, change TikTok. Hopefully, Loomis is next. Loomis would be a great 24-7 champion. I've been saying that the whole time. I can see him teaming up with R-Truth. R-Truth has got a serial, serial killer friend and he does, he's oblivious to it. He becomes a tag team. Let's just say you get rid of the 24-7 division. Maybe Triple H thinks it's a blemish. Oh and then R-Truth starts a tag team with Loomis, but Loomis is a serial killer and he doesn't even know it. I love that. Let's bring Loomis. Mayor of with Dan loves Dexter Loomis so he much. Does. He's like next world champion Dexter Loomis. He like does. He loves him. And I love it immediately. You're like, he'd be a great 24-7 he would, he would be like that's no offense even like i was saying it before when i was doing the nxt 2.0 review that no one's watching i said that nxt 2.0 is building a lot of 24 7 champion calibers because <laughs> when you watch it like yeah you're the ceiling that's there. Like, it? yeah the ceiling's there yeah. except for carmelo hayes oh he's others. amazing yeah love and, carmelo and, and uh, Bron Breaker. Those are of the only course, two yeah. I can see not for the title. Uh, Matt Hennessy says, I really enjoyed SmackDown. Glad Cross is back and some seeds for the future have been planted. I can see the bloodline turning on Sammy and using him as a sacrificial lamb. It can build sympathy for a face run for Zayn and Reigns feud down the line. Interesting. I've got a different theory, but we'll come to that when we talk about it in the main review of the show. Like, we talk about we, we got the same theory. Yeah. Like, we, we've been hinting at this for a while and it seems like it might be the mm. way to go. Matt Hennessy again said, uh, it's been a good week for returns with, to WWE with Cross, Scarlet, EO, and Kai. With next week's Raw in the hometown of a certain Rebel Heart, I could see Gargano back next week. Happy to see talents like Shayna, Champa, Cross, and Ricochet get pushed. I agree. Very much so. Mm. Um, I think it would be odd to see Gargano just come back on a Raw. It could work. I guess depends on how they use him, but I would have thought that personally, because Gargano is such like a Triple H guy, that Triple H would do like a bigger thing than that would be like, here's this huge angle for Gargano to come back to, like a Clash of the Castle or something like that. I don't know. Think about this. Let's just say that Champa beats Lashley. Mm -hmm. 
Champa celebrates with the title. And then Miz. you have, yeah. Then you have Gargano come back. Hometown pop and mm-hmm. all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Now I'm starting to make, I didn't know it was in, it was in Cleveland. Now I'm mm. starting to think that might be the case. Mm. Mm. Good theory, that one. If it happens, you know who said it first. We did. Right here. Yeah, we did. Not Matt Hennessy. We did. It's <laughs> our theory, not yours. No, <laughs> right? I bet like the whole... I laid it out. We laid it out. Because you're thinking, mm-hmm. it's inconceivable. 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 How can, it, how can, can that, definitely how can that not happen? happen? Why? Yeah. And I'm like, there's a reason. But it could be. Yes. yes. Uh, Vandalia1998 says, 1998, sorry, said, uh, with carrying Cross back and using the same NXT gimmick, do you think the days of rebooting the character when they come to Raw or SmackDown are over? I hope so. Uh, I noticed that uh, quite a few times on this show, they were mentioning people's NXT past. They mentioned it for Shayna Baszler. They mentioned it for Karrion Cross, like former NXT champion and Shayna Baszler, former two-time NXT women's champion, you know? So I think there's going to be a lot more referencing their past in NXT because Triple H really likes NXT. Not just that, imagine you put all this work in this developmental brand to the point where people call it the third brand and then your father-in-law, your boss goes, ah, that's pittance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to hurt your soul. So he wants to be like, hey, this is legitimate. This is a thing. Be proud of what you did. Embrace it. It's not a stigma anymore. It's not an albatross around the neck anymore. No. Exactly. Uh, Well, we'll get into more of your Ultra Chats later on. Keep sending those in to russeltalk.com forward slash support. Going to go through all the ones that are five US US dollars. Five US dollars. I'll be be going for bucks. Bucks and and dollars. Bollers. uh, By the time the show goes off the air. and also, just in case you missed the announcement somehow, we're doing a watch party for Clash at the Castle. Uh, you can come see all the WrestleTalk crew. Sat, are you going to that? I wasn't invited. You, we don't, you don't need an invite. You can just come. It's fine. Do you hear that? I can just turn up to the office anytime I want. Yeah, you actually can, though. To the other guys, Oli, Luke, if I, if I, if you're like, why is he here? He invited me. I did. <laughs> Open invitation to Sat Niangi. Are you coming along to this watch party, Sat? When is the show? September the... Fourth, fifth, third. It's a Saturday, wherever that weekend is. I'd have to get back to you. <laughs> Sat might be there, but the rest of the Wrestle Talk crew will definitely be there. I've got a newborn baby. That's my excuse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not ready to be a deadbeat dad already. I just started. <laughs> You can come see loads of the Talk crew, loads of No Rose Bard crew. Loads of people are going to be there. It's going to be great. We've sold over half the tickets, over 100 tickets already sold. So uh, get them while they're still there because they might sell out soon. Get the link. I think the mods were posting it. If the mods are posting it, then click that link. Do the thing. Come Do watch that us. Thing. Come watch us. It will be fun. And come watch the show. You can be in a big crowd of people, all like minded, everyone fans of Talk, fans of wrestling. It's going to be a good time. And you can smell them too. Don't do that. That's less fun. Especially if it's going to be sweaty in there. It might be. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) Let's get into removing the rest of SmackDown, shall we? Which started started off with a very long recap of SummerSlam, which is fair. Not everyone's going to have to have checked out the premium live event. You need to keep no. people up to speed with what happened. Totally fair. I understand. But if you're going to do a long recap at the start of the show, don't then recap in the rest of the show. Because the point of doing a long recap at the start is that now everyone's up to speed. Yeah, there you go. You, yeah. You've done the recap. We then got lots more recaps in the show of stuff that happened on SummerSlam. It's like, we already recapped this. Well, no. So, someone could have went to the loo. Could have missed. They mm-hmm. didn't Morgan tapping out. So that's it again. Oh, they showed that replay so many times. And while it was a very good spot, well executed, I liked it in terms of timing and all that, 
they said, up next, we've got this thing, the fallout from this spot. And I was like, cool. They literally just replayed the spot. And they said, coming up next, this thing. Great. We then got that thing again and a full video recap of the match. They it's like, trust why? Our they don't trust our memories. That's what it is. They why don't think you, you remember. That? They said, what What recap? Mm. What, did I, what happened? Yeah. So there's Triple H's WWE significantly better so far. There yeah. are still things I'd change, like these recaps. Please sort it out. Uh, the Usos and Reigns arrived backstage. Cool. And then we had a really, really long recap of Corbin getting low blow by Pat McAfee, which Pat McAfee had like the little screen that you can draw on, like you used to do in like football plays and stuff like that. And WWE used to do that. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, brain scan. If you're a 90s wrestling fan, you know what I mean. You mm. did a brain scan. Yeah. So it did one of those things where you could draw on the screen and all that stuff. It was funny. It went on way too long. Yeah, oh my God. Really outstayed his welcome. Really outstayed its welcome. Because I think the actual clip of him kicking him in the balls, I think played maybe cool. like 12 times, something yeah. like that. It was a lot. Varying slow speed mo, as well. Yeah, right? slow-mo, freeze frames. He drew extra things. Like it it was funny, but it too went it on wasn't. way too long. It was funny too. It just, wasn't funny. Just cut, just cut it back. Cut it back. Uh, we then had Corbin backstage was upset about this. Ricochet came to him and been like, Ha! You suck! And then they had a match. Um, which Ricochet won. That's good! I've That's trust, good! I have trust issues. Is, isn't this like the 5,000 push yeah. he's had this year? But it's the first one under Triple H. Right? Okay. Right, guys? Okay, I'm back again. Yes. Optimism! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> exactly. Triple H is the savior of all. Uh, this, was, this was fine. I think this is the start of a slow push for Ricochet, which is good, because I think just you know, rocketing him much, much higher in the card. I think it would be a bit jarring. I think doing like a slow pitch, you get to a win over Corbin here. There was a little bit of a distraction. Corbin got distracted by Pat McAfee during that. that that's, that's, which is like, meh. That's my only uh, beef was the match mm. because it felt like it was more of an angle to progress the feud between Corbin and McAfee. Surely that feud is over. I assume so, but then we had a clash at the castle. Get that new Pat McAfee theme over God. in Wales. Yeah. Why not? Ugh. But for me, if they do a thing of where Ricochet, if they do what they did in NXT where he just wrestles, just let the guy wrestle every Let the week. guy wrestle. He doesn't have to cut promo, just let him wrestle. He came to, like, he. when you hire Ricochet, you hire Ricochet to mm. go do cool, dynamic moves off the top rope, in the ring, right? Just make him do that every week. Have yeah. a great bang of matches. Yeah. That's and then what, that's, that's what he does. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Um... This was fine, though. This was a solid match, I thought. Got given a bit of time. Yeah. Ricochet won. Good stuff. Um, shooting star press. Shooting star press. It was very good. Uh, we then had Pat McAfee throw a football to him. And then Ricochet threw it back. See, I can see two sides of this. If you're a Pat McAfee fan, you enjoy the segment. If you're a Pat McAfee detractor, you're like, they're putting the announcer over everyone. I can see that complaint, too. I don't think they're necessarily putting Pat McAfee over everyone. It's just that so far on this show, we've had Pat McAfee doing a lengthy replay of Baron Corbin getting kicked in the balls. Mm. And then after this match, he's involved in the distraction. And then he mm -hmm. throws a football with Ricochet. And then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out where Pat McAfee's still the focus of it. It's like, I like Pat McAfee in small doses. And this is a lot of Pat McAfee. And he grates on me after a little while. And this is just a very Pat-heavy section of the show. You felt like you this know? was a Pat McAfee show mm. version of SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, this opening bit was anyway. It was, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, we had uh, Sami Zayn stuff, which we'll get into later. We'll just review all the segments in one later on. Awesome. Um, and then uh, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ludwig Kaiser. Again. This is the third time they're fighting. 
it was a rubber match. They actually said in commentary, it was a rubber match between them. I don't know if that justifies it, I'll be honest. I really don't think that justifies it. But sure, um, they said they then said that during the match, Pat McAfee said that Nakamura's got an Intercontinental title shot next week. But I thought this was for him getting an IC title shot. Yeah, it was meant to. I mean, that was the whole point. Maybe Pat just beefed it and he said the result by accident. Whatever. Nakamura won, shockingly. Uh, he won clean. Um... This was a fine match. Nothing wrong with it, really. Thought it was all right. Uh, I would have thought... This this is me being way too optimistic for Triple H's WWE. Okay. If this was supposed to be the return of NXT Nakamura, this wasn't that. This was Nakamura be having a match. You're, you're and like, it's fine. You're saying main roster Nakamura for the last couple of years. It's main roster Nakamura, which is fine. I'm not expecting everything to change immediately. I'm just trying to not get my hopes up too much. Because I want, I want NXT Nakamura back. Um, but Nakamura versus Walter. Gunter. Gunter. His name is Gunter. Next week. It, wait, wait, wait. You didn't notice there's two different people. Walter mm. was chunky. Mm. Gunter is slim yeah. and trim. Two different guys. They look different. He sure is. One looks gaunt. The other one looked happy. <laughs> <laughs> Me, ho, ho. Gaunt, Jesus. Um, it was a fine match, nothing special really. And then we had Nakamura and Gunter staring off uh, afterwards for the uh, the IC title match next week. Uh, nice in it, right? Gunter. Mm, still, I still don't like it. Liv Morgan <laughs> came out for a promo uh, and the crowd booed her and chanted, you tapped uh -huh. out towards her. And people booing her? I think it's deserved like in character i mean not against live walking the person but in character she she lost right she tapped out before the three count she should have lost her title and she said that she tapped out after the three count yeah which mm. is incorrect so if this is leading to a heel turn good because they're playing into the heel turn i don't think they should turn a heel yet because she's still really popular and i don't think they fully you know they haven't uh tapped into the potential of her as a baby face fully yet before a heel turn that's because they don't know how to book as a baby like all, mm. all we've seen is a whiny baby face i like living yeah. but how they booked her is she cries and whines and she cashed in on someone that had a match already mm. is that your yeah. hero that's your hero because you don't even believe her winning i feel like they're more booking how they're more booing her booking Yes. She's now become a victim of yeah. said action. It could have been any baby face in that situation. It happened mm -hmm. to be her. Because the whole point is Liv has a connection with the fans. Well, not the, not the fans this week. Mm. But it goes to show how they've butchered this. Because now yeah. we're now questioning, were we wrong? Did Ronda turn heel or was she a justified baby face? You know? We don't know. Is Liv turning into a delusional baby face or, baby, or delusional heel? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We have to and wait for like, Ronda to come back. And uh, this isn't really like a curiosity, like, oh, I'm not sure where they're going. This is like a confused, like, mm. oh, I don't know what they're trying here. Yeah. You know? Like, it feels a little bit off. Basically, it's not the first time doing a job. It's not like a new Joe blogs on the job. You, you have to book mm -hmm. a storyline. Oh, yeah. how, how do I do a heel turn? How do mm -hmm. I do a face turn? I don't know what I'm doing, man. Yeah. And it's like, you know what you're doing. You, mm -hmm. You're trying to keep Ronda looking strong, but now she's angry. Is it that Liv is a underdog baby face and that's how they're trying to book her and it's just come off the wrong way you tapped out you here's, tapped out here's what you should have done have Liv Morgan win that's what you should have done now I feel like now nah, I feel like they should have done a thing where Liv Morgan refused to lose and then uh, Ronda's frustration made her get self-DQ'd uh 
I would have hated a DQ finish. Liv Morgan should have just won. Or, or, or maybe, yes, Ronda wins with Liv Morgan passing out. I hate that too. Liv Morgan should win. Because um, then it puts over Liv Morgan a lot. And that's the point, but is no, to push Liv Morgan. That's what doesn't make sense. It's kind of like Becky had a hard time beating yeah. Ronda, but then Becky beat Liv easily, but then Liv can beat Ronda. Because Liv is improving. That's the point. She's grown from her feud with Becky Lynch. And you can have Ronda not take her seriously and underestimate her and her experience or lack of it, just like makes her get since overconfident. We're, since we're deconstructing money in the bank, she was losing to Rhea Ripley before she got yeah. the... See, this is where you should build a wrestler because she's got that... She doesn't have that much credibility yeah. going into it. And that's what's rubbish about it. Yeah. I can't pretend all of a sudden she's, she can win now, guys. She can win. But the way she gains credibility is by winning. By losing. By passing out. Austin won the fans over with Bret Hart by losing because he never gave up. They can live the same thing. Where, yes, she yes. lost the title, but she's tough. She refuses to lose. Or or the ankle lock from Ronda, she refused to, to stop it, then reverse the decision. Ah, plonker. Mm. Or she taps out after the three count. Like she said she did. There's a lot of options, basically, is what <laughs> like we're she, saying. Like she said she did. She yeah. said that. Yeah. What we're saying is, lots of options. Um, then we had a gauntlet match. She was interrupted by Sonya Deville. We had a gauntlet match to determine Liv Morgan's challenge of a clash at the castle. And on paper, I think this is a great idea. Doing a gauntlet match is great. Big fan of this. Uh, getting a lot of uh, spotlight on the women's division, which is something Triple H has already done on Raw as well. Bingo. Uh, and there was another thing later on as well, which we'll talk about. Um, but I thought this was this was a really good idea. Sonya Deville versus Aaliyah. Sonya Deville won very quickly. Sonya Deville versus Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez won fairly quickly. She's got a new theme song. I'm I'm not feeling it. Why it's not good. Her, her NXT one was catchy. Yeah. They butcher theme songs. What can I say? Uh, Rodriguez beat Deville. Rodriguez then beat Shotzi. Rodriguez then beat Zaya Lee. Rodriguez then beat Natalia. Gosh darn it. And then it was Rodriguez versus Shayna Baszler, and Shayna Baszler won. And, you know, when I saw the lineup of the people in this match, I was like, NXT Shayna Baszler. I want her back. That would be amazing. We didn't quite get NXT Shayna Baszler, but Shayna Baszler won, which is an improvement from what she's been portrayed as before. I thought elements of this match didn't quite work for me, though. In that each of the individual matches didn't quite go long enough. This felt like a series of squash matches rather yeah. than a series of competitive matches. Because I think doing the idea of a gauntlet match is a very good idea. But if you're going to do it, assign more time to it. You know, like the, the epic gauntlet matches that we really love. The stuff that got Kofi Kingston over. And, you know, yeah. the amazing, like, tag team um, gauntlet match that they had for Kofi's title shot later and stuff like that. Yeah. Those things were given because they were like an hour of the show. And they had a whole story arc through the whole thing. And I think they tried to do that with Raquel here, but because it didn't have enough time, it's like, okay, Raquel just beats everyone, sure, cool, and then Shayna wins. Okay, great. Rather than actually investing into the story of these wrestlers in the match, there just wasn't enough time to get into it. You know? what, what, I 100% I agree with you, but what I also saw was because of how long Raquel was in the ring, mm -hmm. you, you can always argue Shayna took advantage of a very fatigued yeah. Raquel Rodriguez. So that means knowing WWE, the, you know, the penchant of doing next week is going to be... Shayna versus, you know, Raquel. Sure. Yeah, which I hope Shayna wins. Yeah, that too. That'd course. be great. Yeah. Uh, but I also thought, another thing that didn't quite work for me, this is this is a minor complaint, but I still think it could have been better, was the final match between Raquel and Shayna. Because 
Shayna was dominating, as she should. Raquel should be fatigued, because she's faced like four other people by this point, right? Four lady. So she should be fatigued by this point, which is why I think having more time in the match would have helped with this. Um, but then Shayna locks in the Kirifuda, and I was like, okay, Raquel is shattered. She's going to pass out. Cool. Raquel then counters it. Gets does like the you know the the legs on the turnbuckle rolls Bre the Bret Hart rolls up special. Shana. yeah the Bret Hart special rolls up Shayna which I was like okay cool that's interesting she she kicks out and then Shayna just kind of rolls her up and then wins I was like well if you're gonna win immediately afterwards surely you could have just had Shayna win from the Kirifuda to make her look better I don't know, that's I the point right in their mind her credibility was shot if. She did that. I feel like they, they have to leave enough on the table to warrant a match between them two. Because you feel you you still feel like Shayna beat her. There's no point in having a rematch. You know, you snooze, you lose. But the fact that she won in that way means ooh, Raquel's this tough person. A hundred percent will provide you know provide a, a a you know a, an alternative opponent for her mm -hmm. to, you know to fight. I still think the exact same sentiment is achieved if one, you put more time into the match, so you Agreed. have more of Raquel being exhausted for ages. Like even in a match or two before, she's like, "Oh man, she's really tired." And like when she's facing like Zaya Lee, she's like, "Man, she's been in the match for like twenty-five minutes. She's really getting on there," kind of thing. Then she faces Natalia. Then she faces Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And then she's exhausted, and she just like she fights and she counters a Kirifuda, and then Shayna locks it in again, and then she's like, "I can't," you know, "I'm, I'm exhausted." Then she passes out and you go, okay, she she did so well. She faced like four different people, lasted like half an hour in this match. She's a force to be reckoned with. On when she If she faced Shayna Baszler fresh, you know, who knows who's going to win that match? You can protect Raquel in that way. And I don't think it worked here because you didn't put enough time in the match. For me, that's how it came across. And I think if you want to build up Shayna because she hasn't been treated all that great, if you want her to be a legitimate contender for mm. Liv Morgan, the way you do that is have her win dominantly. Have her make, make Raquel pass out. You protect Raquel from the time, and you make Shayna look great. I I just think that's better. It, may, it just works. You know what? It may happen next week. That's what they're saving it for next week. Next week. You know what? If they have a match next week, and Shayna wins, I'll take it back. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. There you go. Um, we then had, was it the final one? Yes, it was the final one here. So we'll talk about the Sami Zayn segments now. Uh, because throughout the show, Sami Zayn was trying to get in to see Roman Reigns. Yeah. And he kept trying to get in in the Usos every time stopped in. And he was like, hey, you know, just want to say congrats to Roman. Want to get in there. And the Usos was like, not a good time. Uh, it's I think Jimmy. Because yeah, Jay's it was just doing Jimmy. And Jay's yeah. like, I'm going to. Yeah, Jay's not even looking at the man. He's just like. You be Jimmy, I'm going to do my Jay impression. So he's just chatting away to, to Sammy, you know, having a good time. Hey, man, yeah, it's cool. You know, you should go do this thing over here. So he was saying to Sammy that you need to go to the, the production truck. Just make sure that Roman's entrance is, like, spot on. You know, we want to make sure that everything's all good with that. Um, and Sammy went and he was like, okay, I don't really, really want to. And Jimmy was like, it would be a great help to the tribal chief. And he was like, all right, I guess I will. Jeez. Went away. Yeah, and Jay's just there to, like... Uh, came back and in the third segment of this one uh, tries to get in to see Roman again and they were like still not a good time man and he was like come on man like I just want to get in there and see him and Jay just finally like snaps and says like look you want to know the truth the bloodline are so dominant right now we've got four titles Roman's got two and you've got nothing so you need to shape up before long otherwise we're going to make you take off that bloodline t-shirt real soon Whoa. and then they walk away and Sammy's like ah this is an issue so, what is this leading to? What's our theory, Sat, that we both had independently, that we realized we had the same one in the office together? Hit me with it. Well, 
People complaining. Usos. What tag teams on the horizon? Nobody. Sami Zayn. Where's this storyline going? A potential babyface turn. Kevin Owens. Do you remember when you did your show and then Sami came on and you guys were talking about being a tag team again? Huzzah. Tag team. Sami Zayn. KO. Usos. For the tag titles. This was going to. Sami Zayn's been here for too long. It's time to wrap it up. Time to cut their hair. Trim the beard. Get the scar music. Wear the flat cap again. That's what we're leading to. Sami Zayn gets kicked out of the bloodline and he's despondent and he doesn't have any friends. Not get kicked out of the bloodline, but kicked out of wherever this kicked is. Kicked off the bloodline adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, the leech train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he's doing right now. It, they beat him up and he's despondent. He doesn't have any friends. Here comes Kevin Owens. To, no, no, lend, no, no. to lend no, a hand. No, no. Helps him up. And they reconnect and they find their old selves again. And then it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to no, tag team under actually, Triple H. Actually, you know, I can see it happening. I can see I Kevin love it. Owens actually first saying no, then getting beaten up by the bloodlines, which Ooh, will make that's him that's good. Because you'll be Kevin like, no. It'll be yeah, like, no. Uh, beat, team up with him, whatever. No. And it's like, oh, cool. Something has to happen to Kevin mm -hmm. in order for him to go, you know what? You're right. Let's go Fine. Kevin. Yeah. Like it's like the Spirit Squad DX and Shawn Michaels thing. Like, how do yeah. you get the tag team together? You have to like it has to be a reason for him. Mm -hmm. Kevin could just say, Yeah, I don't like the bloodline. Uh they yeah. with the rumble and mm -hmm. let's do it. Yeah, there's 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 fuel to work with there, I think. But it would be a nice way to bookend Kevin's fun. feud with Roman, with him kinda of getting the consolation prize or winning the tag titles from his cousins. Alternative theory. I hate this one a lot more. Oh. Sammy wins the twenty four seven title. He's like, see, got gold. That would make me laugh. That would make me laugh as well. That, that, I almost, uh, I don't want to see it. I was say I almost want to see it. Let's not prolong where this is going because mm. they've been teasing this storyline for a while. For a lot of people, it's like, I'm confused. Why is he a goof catching, getting water for these guys? And then why are they tolerating him? This is meant to lead to a vicious beatdown mm -hmm. where you'll never be a bloodline. You're a joke. You're this, that. It's meant to give him sympathy because at the moment, you don't sympathize with him. You're annoyed by him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I think we're building to a point where we will sympathize with him. It's going to be great. Hopefully. Oh my, I can't wait for it. Can we get Sammy ba KO. Babyface Sami Zayn under Triple H? Thumbs up from me. Ole, 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 ole. Ole. Uh, Viking Raiders and squash local competitors Jim Mulkey and Tommy Gibson. Um, I put that in discount, Chuck and Billy, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's That true. works. Yeah. Yep, that, that's that one too. Um, after that, squash, uh, Kobe Kingston comes down with a kendo stick and beats him up a little bit. Um, I thought this one, it was like, fired up Kofi Kingston. He's avenging Xavier Woods after the attack last week. Earlier in the show, Kofi Kingston did a backstage promo. He was like, hey, yeah, Woods is all good. Don't worry, man. He'll be back soon. I'm all good. And it was like, kind of undoes the emotion of the thing later you're about to do. But sure, that's fine. Whatever. That's no big. Subterfuge. He didn't want people to know what's going to happen. Sure. Apart from the fact that he said, it's time for me to teach the Viking Raiders a lesson and all that stuff. It's like, so everyone knows what you're doing then. All right. It could have been next week. Yeah, it could have been. Totally. Uh, this led immediately into a Kofi Kingston versus Eric match, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I liked a lot of this. Eric looked really good. He had a bunch of like new moves that he kept doing, which looked really, really cool. I like it. It was good. It was vicious. It was physical. Kofi Kingston won with a roll-up, which I think makes sense because he's a better singles wrestler than the tag guy because Kofi hey, Kingston's a former uh, WWE champion. This is where someone can complain. The fact that he's a former WWE champion, he should have thunder in Paradise's ass. I don't know about that. Oh. No, I get it. Because it's the yeah. new it's vicious Viking Raiders. They are new the and vicious. 10,000 push this year. 10,000 theme song this year. Mm. New look again this year. 
but I am not going to be negative on it because I feel like they finally looked at the two guys. No, you're not cuddly. You're not sweet. I'm thinking of the Street Profit feud, weird comedy feud they yep. had. Yep. They haven't been tapping into what they could be. I think someone woke up one day and went, you know what? These two look like two vicious SOBs. Someone might, might have watched Vikings. They went, hey, I watched this show called Vikings. I got an ideal. Mm -hmm. Let's get two guys dressed as Vikings. We've got the Viking Raiders. Oh, oh yeah. Let's do it with the let's, Viking let's Raiders. Let's do that instead, I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah, I thought this was good, though. Um, I quite enjoyed this match. Kevin Kings gets the win. All good. Thumbs up. Nice. Uh, we then got the announcement that the Women's Tag Title Tournament, that thing that they totally were always going to do, starts on Monday. Brilliant. Which is very exciting, I think, uh, because now that Triple H is in charge, he remembered about that. Um, so they're going to start the tournament on Monday. I think that either on Monday, or maybe in one of the matches later on, or maybe after the, the new champions have been crowned, Yes. Might see a return of Sasha Banks and Naomi. That's what I think. They mm -hmm. never technically lost the title. Mm -hmm. or they, they can did. come and stare down the new champions and be like, we're the real champions. And could the new champions be EO Sky and Dakota Kai? I'd the like that. I'm so beautifully. I don't right. want to tag team names for them. It should be EO Sky and Dakota Kai. EO, EO Sky, but spelled S-K-A-I. That is quite punny. I'll, I'll take that. Thanks, man. Um, I'm excited for that. Should be good. Starts on Monday. And then we had the main event segment that we already spoke about. For me, SmackDown was a good show. Uh, there wasn't anything super spectacular, bar the Carrion Cross debut. Uh, but there was some solid wrestling and some good signs for the future, I think. Like I mentioned before at the start of the show, lots of little things that are good omens for the future, I think. Good, solid booking. Thumbs up for me. And good it's, stuff. And there's a thumbs up for me as you guys saw my little dance, a little... Uh tribute to this man beside me. I feel like this be giving us a a look into the future, something that we couldn't do before. If the future seemed doom and gloom. It, it seemed like you're gonna repeat everything they've been doing right now, lack of effort. Mm. But you see Triple H has got something to prove. You can't be head of creative and rest on your laurels. You have to show why you've been put in that position. You have to prove to Vince McMahon, because it's not even proof to the fans, it's more like proof to Vince McMahon that my vision of what I think WWE could be or what I did in NXT, that could function on the main roster. Mm -hmm. You can't prove to him, to Nick Khan, yep. and to the naysayers that laughed at him when NXT got cancelled and, and broke into a million pieces. Hell yeah. Um, also, I'd just like to point out, I just laughed because I looked at the chat and someone said that Dakota Kai and EO Sky's tag team should be called Sky Sports. <laughs> S-K-A-I. Sports. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, good. pretty good. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, let's talk about Rampage real quick. Uh, this, this is Rampage. <laughs> it's the show that you've been waiting on, <clears throat> etc. <laughs> this is Rampage. Uh, we started with John Moxley versus Mance, Mance Warner. Mance. Mance Warner. Uh, they did credit to AEW. They did a little video package for Mance Warner. For those who didn't know who he was. They did a little video package and told you who he was, and he did a promo. Do that for everyone that you bring in. Please. Please mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Don't Stop expecting people to know a lot of things, because a lot of wrestling fans aren't very knowledgeable, including this guy. No, no, no. Just get Excalibur. Talk very fast. <laughs> this is Mance Warner. He's from GCW. Where he won the Jim Crockett promotion for the Battle Royale. Video package is so much better. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> and I really liked this match. I thought it was a bit of fun. Uh, I thought Mance Warner actually looked really, really good in this one. And there was some brutal stuff. DDT on the steps. 
There's a little, little blade job going on when right. there was a share and he did a forearm to the chair, did a little blade job across the head. I thought it was good. And then, all of a sudden, Moxie decided he actually wanted to win. Because then he just got him, stamped on his head, did a pile drive, he did more stamps on his head, and then picked him up and dragged Choked him across him well, the ring yeah. while choking him. I was like, Jesus Christ, Moxley. All right. That's beautiful. And then he won. What a win. Really enjoyed all of this. Yeah, I liked because Mance Warner, he's the same ilk of John Moxley. Mm. He, the same walk of life. He lives on the rough and tumble side of it all. And he's a GCW guy because, you know, what many people may not know because he doesn't carry the belt often, that Moxley is a GCW World Heavyweight Champion. Mm. And Mance Warner, he likes to blade just like John Moxley. And hence, he did a little blade job in the match. And it was rough. It was scruffy. It's something you don't see often. It's always John Moxley inflicting that sort of pain on a wrestler. Mm. It's good when he he can take it as well. So yeah, I'm done yeah. with you. It was, it was a nice, interesting opener. Mm -hmm. It was a very, very fun match. And also, John Moxley's been on a hell of a run since he won the title. Why the couldn't they do this for Hangman? So, I know. Why did Hangman never wrestle when he was champion? He was He's not known for his work rate. That's why. Hangman's <laughs> a promo guy. That's where it is. Book him like MJF. Just come out and oh. sit on, on the announce desk next to JR. And Hangman's really good wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler. It's, it's weird how different world champions get booked differently because yeah. I, I, I put someone's mortgage on it that CM Punk would have the same run where he just defends the title every week mm. had he not broken his foot. Yeah, I, I would like that. Uh, okay, backstage, the factory approached Ricky Starks and was like, hey, we can offer you protection for free. And Ricky Starks was like, I Lol. don't need your help. Lol. Idiots. Lol. Quick question. Yes. What the hell happened to Nick Comoroto? He's discovered clothes. <laughs> he looks like a completely different person. He, like like he shaved his beard man. off. He's got like no chest hair or anything now. He's got shorter hair. He was wearing a hat. He has like a lollipop. Why is he Tony D'Angelo? What's why? What's he doing? Oh, he could be the Godfather. Same person, right? Chilling with them homies. Mm-hmm. What do they do to him? Anyway, um, we then had. Kanosuke Takeshita versus Ryan Nemeth. I love Takeshita so much. Yes. Put all belts on him now. And then complain about it online. I won't. Every belt. TNT, All Atlantic, AW World. Give him the trios titles. I don't care. He's, Give him belts. We, we talked about this off air. So Tony Khan had a plan. He knew that if they brought in Takeshita and pushed him right off the bat, because not a lot of people knew DDT or knew about his running DDT or no. how he's a former DDT world champion in, mm -hmm. in that world. Yeah. So they're giving him the Darby Allen Jungle Boy push of where he has to lose all the big matches. Uh, and even Utah, Willie Utah went through the same trial fire of like, you get over by losing big matches, by putting in great performances. And when you finally win the big match, you're going to get that pop of a lifetime. It happened for, you know, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and Wheeler Utah when he finally won the, uh, the championship belt on, on RH. So right now, they're slowly building him up. But as you're saying, you're a fan. I'm a fan. We're all big fans. We're just waiting for him to win some sort of title. Or will Atlantic, maybe? I don't know. I'll be well up for that. that Takeshita versus Pack. That sounds like a really fun match waiting to happen. Oh. Also, I just realized that Nick Comoroto was like Tony D'Angelo because Cole Carter just joined the factory. It was two dimes. Listen, I hated two dimes. I yeah. He had. Did you watch two dimes? No. Or, Why would no, I? Okay, okay. Because you, you, when he jumped off ship NXT, he's completely stopped. Yeah, no. I stopped watching NXT. Okay, this is a two dimes promo. Yeah, we're gonna get him. This is like a Justin Bieber country boy being part of the mob. I said yeah. it's like putting Randy Andy Datsun in the mob. Doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> 
does not make sense. Oh, that's good. That's what he is. Okay. And then to the point where they, they stop having him cut promos, he's saying anything. Yeah, he'll yeah, just yeah. nod his head because he's not that charismatic. And then now, you know, Tony Khan's like, oh, yeah, you on NXT? It doesn't matter if 2.0 come over here. We'll give a tiered deal. That's so weird. A tiered deal. Whatever know. that means. A handshake and a hot dog. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Why do they care so much about this two dimes guy? I didn't. Like, he was the weak link. Yeah, I know. He was the, he was the worst. Like, I hated him when it when he went through, you know with the fishes when they killed yeah, him off. Yeah, I, I was celebrating, yeah. and he was here for another week because uh, they taped in advance. I was yeah, like, why is he still, Why is he still here? But now he haunts my life because he gone to the wrestling channel that I actually do like. The wrestling show I do actually like, and stinking up the place there as well. It's just an odd fascination. Um, Takeshita beat Ryan Nemeth very quickly. Good. He's great, and I love him. Uh, best friends in Orange Cassidy are going to go for the trios titles. Also, Danhausen was there. Uh, we had Madison Rain taking on Layla Gray. Um, mm-hmm. Stokely Effin Hathaway is my guy right now. He's so funny. Did a little dance on Layla Gray's entrance, which was great. And to distract Madison Rain in this match, he just threw a tantrum on the stairs. I love that man so much. He is so funny and is a gem and must be protected at all costs. Um... It, we had a uh, fun little back and forth in this match. Thought it was fine. Nothing too special, but good. Uh, Rain won with the cross reigns. Nice. Um, and then Jade Cargill came out and offered... She said, I've got an open challenge on Dynamite, and I want you to accept it. And I was like, that's not an open challenge then, is it? No. It's not open, she, is it? She, okay, previous open challenges, she's mm-hmm. been disappointed. So she's tired sure. Of the minuscule competitions mm-hmm. getting. Yeah. She's now reaching that point where, like, you're all scared of me. I'm going to approach ones I think are giving an actual challenge. Mm-hmm. It's meant to make her look like a fighting champion. Yeah. So anything that makes Jade Cargill look good, mm. besides actually looking good, yes. is a good thing. Yeah. Not an open challenge, though, is it? Yeah, she challenged her. She said, I want you to accept this. Yeah, it's not, oh, o- no, not open, then, is no, it? No, no. She advised her. <laughs> she went, as your friend. As is your new day on the job, you may not know how things go around here, so I'm going to mm. explain it to you. I do open challenges. Mm-hmm. I think you should go for it. Yeah. That's what she did. Hey, girlfriend, you should go for it. It's not open, though, is it? Because they announced the match. It's not an open challenge. Yeah, advised her, and she accepted. <laughs> it, it was an open challenge. She it's accepted. not an open challenge. It is. She accepted an open challenge, so it's now closed. It's, it's, it's closed for it's, that week. It's a challenge. And she accepted, and now it's closed <laughs> for that week. You can't open it to next week. <laughs> Open that challenge. You could apply for next week's open challenge right now, guys. <laughs> then we had the main event. It's time for the main event of uh, Swerve and Our Glory versus Josh Woods and Tony Nice in like a no DQ match. Uh, Swerve gets the win in the end. This was really fun, I thought. It was just a bunch of nonsense. There was protein powder in Keith Lee's eyes. There was a huge table spot. Josh Woods put Keith Lee through two tables with German suplex on the outside. That was great. Tony Nese, do it, do it. Yeah, uh, Tony Nese showing off a bit of charisma was very nice. Uh, we had Swerve get the win with the Swerve stomp in the end. Honestly, Tony Nese was really, really good. Uh, oh, man. I'm really interested in Josh Woods. I want to see more of him because I was really impressed with his presentation in this match. Was I was really good. I was too. And I also wanted the foundation back. Oh, Jonathan Gresham. Oh, where art Gresh. Gresh. It doesn't make sense. It's like, ugh, I don't want to go on a rant because it's a whole completely different story. Mm. We're going to stay on Dynamite. Yeah, Josh Woods got potential. He used to be a WWE developmental guy. Got released. Don't know why, mm. but yeah. Wild. Yes. Um, I thought it was very good. This was a really fun main event. I really like Swerve and Our Glory as a team and I'm glad they got a good, solid win. I just want to see him. More, because they attack champions. Are they? <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, fun it, stuff. It's funny how most people get booked, like different people that get booked when they get titles. It's like, if you can consistently book well for certain tag teams, mm -hmm. why not book like that for all? And I repeat, all tag team. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that works? Um, so, for me, I thought that was a good episode of Ramit. Once again, it was fine. If you missed it, you probably didn't miss anything major. Yeah. But it was good. It was a good hour of wrestling. This is Rampage, yo. It's the show that you've been waiting on, except not really. I think that's going to do it for the review section of this. Before we get into the rest of your Ultra Chats, we have to say thank you to some very special people. Those are our $25 and above pledge hammers over on our Patreon page. If you've not been to our Patreon page yet, you should. The poll is currently still running for WrestleTalk Extra for this month. There's a tight race for the uh, the show that Luke and Ollie will be reviewing for this month. It is between, it's a two-horse race currently, between New Blood Rising 2000. Nice. Or, or SummerSlam 2005. Ooh. New Blood Rising. New Blood Rising. I'm going to infinite. This is an open challenge. <laughs> and I'm going to advise everyone on Patreon to pick New Blood Rising. It's your choice, but I'm advising you guys to choose New Blood Rising. Let Ollie and Luke. Oh. Yeah, let them let them review the match between Stacey Keebler and Major Guns. Mm. Sounds Great. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Go check that out now. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read out on a show much like this one. So let's go in order, Sat. One by one by one by one by one. Uh, thank you to Chris, the Cypriot sensation, Patru. He's no jackass. Sorry, Mod Mother. Dan O. Gavin, Cash Money, Cashy Wabara. Kick to the face. Get off my plane. Fantastic. Mr. Gunold Fox. Venerable Jesse Venable. Why was that a bit sexual? Uh, the cleaner Kenny Shaw. The British Bulldog Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. Wrestle Talk's personal ring announcer Rodrigo Benitez. Ronald Coleman, baby. Baby. He can last Sean for longer than you in the ring. <laughs> Starbucks Stephen Costa. Thank you very much. All of our pledge hammers over on our Patreon page. Uh, let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats here. Last chance to get those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Uh, Hawk the Outcast 823 uh, said, Cross looked like an absolute monster. Great to see him back, and I can't wait to see what happens when that hourglass runs out. Also, great job on the news, Sat. You had me at Please Be Nice to Me, or I'll punch you in the teeth. Just kidding. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. So, so people know, I, I'm going to peer back the curtain. He wrote the script for me, and then he was very lovely about it. So Pete's a hardworking man, and he knows I hate writing. Uh, so he wrote the script for me, and he said there's little things you want to add in. So I want to thank Pete right now. Thank you so much for writing the script and making me look good. But that line was Sats that he included. That was not my line. Just to cl just to clarify. And he was happy to collaborate. He did not let ego get in the way of a great <laughs> relationship that we have going right here. So thank you, Pete. Thank you, Sat. Uh, Rob Steedley has been a member for three months in a row. Thank you so much. And says, love seeing you, Pete and Sat. Great way to start the weekend. Question, do you think they should put a belt on Cross or build someone else? Jam that jam. 
put it on cross the reason why i say put it on cross going back to his impact wrestling days killer cross was seen as someone that's a wwe guy mm. back in lucha underground killer cross was seen this guy could be a wwe guy. vince would love him vince would love him mm-hmm. heck triple h signed him thinking uh, it's no brainer vince would love you then vince was like ah oh, i'm too old i can't see properly put some kink mask on him put him in a shredder costume right but yeah. yes Cross is the guy for many reasons. You need another top heel besides Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's the issue with WWE right now. In terms of main event scene, it's Roman and everyone else. When Roman's not there, what do everyone else do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think, yeah, if it is going to be a belt, put it on him. If it's going to be both belts, WWE. don't put WWE it on WWE title, because Roman already said the WWE title means nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a universal title. That's the long title reign that we've, we've been you know, celebrating. Because mm-hmm. we lose the universal title, technically, he's only been champion since like, April with a WWE title. Yeah. So take the WWE title off him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Damien Gilliam said, uh, WrestleMania 39 is going to be mind-blowing, not necessarily in the best show of all time way, but the landscape of who's been elevated, aside from Cody versus Orton for the title... Cody Cody versus Orton for the title. What does he know? In brackets, my booking. Uh, I see a complete 180 from this year. I'm actually excited. That's new. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Hope is new. It's great. Happiness is new in, in WWE. Uh, Kevin said, uh, I don't see people talk about the opener. I thought it was one of the best Corbin matches I've seen in the main roster. Really enjoyed that match. The pop for Kofi was also huge, so I'm so I'm glad to see that. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a really, it was a solid match between Corbin and, and Corbin is underrated in the ring. He's got a good moveset. It's just that his booking has always been deplorable, except when he was homeless. See, the thing is, I'm checking the chat. And they're saying that the Hall of Fame music is still on. Because I put on music when we do the Hall of Fame, when we do the, the Patreon channel. Oh. I've now turned it off, but people are still saying that it's on. So now I'm really confused because I've turned it off and I can see that it's off on the thing. But people are still saying it's on. Is there a delay? Who thing? knows? It should only be a few seconds, but that's fine. Um, Kevin said, uh, I don't see people... Oh, no, we already read that one. Sorry. Uh, Rhodes Travel has been a member for nine months in a row. Thank you so much. Said, looking forward to the women's triple threat that will happen at Clash at the Castle. Also, Rousey versus Baszler, future feud. Give me all of that fight. That sounds like fun. Ooh, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, knocking the stuffing out of each other. Yes. Mm. Mm. It's a long time coming, but obviously Shayna needs that rebuilding session because everybody saw her <laughs> on the main roster. We all can't pretend that her credibility is kind of shot at the moment. Yes. Uh, Hawk the Outcast 823 said, also, EO Sky and Dakota's team name should be. What is it? Kai and Sky. Kai. For, for all the Takamichi Noku and Funaki fans. <laughs> Kai and Sky. Kai and Sky. Very funny. They're very evil. Yes. Oh, that's that's very good. Uh, Damien Gilliam again says, uh, Konosuke Takeshita, no gimmick or gimmick change, no faction, no family history to build off of, no crazy high charisma, nothing but this dude is on the brink of being one of wrestling's biggest stars just for his wrestling ability. Effing incredible. No charisma. You obviously don't follow him on Twitter. Take soup. Watch it. Go go on his Instagram. Um, go on his Twitter. That guy's hilarious. He's got a sense of humor. You just need to go read his uh, captions and stuff. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Um... Mary Painesville Dan said, hey Pete, hey Sat, got to check in, uh, ch- chat in for a second, even though I'm not here live. Simply besides, I just found out Sat is here. I am so proud of you, man. You earned this, and I know this is your path. I've been here long enough to spot greatness. Much love. Thank See, you, Dan. Dan is a lovely man. Mayor Painesville Dan, I love you, man. I name where I do my podcasting for the Mayor Painesville Dan room. 
Nice. Very good. Um, Misha Sumra said, it's not just Saturday, it's Sat a day on Wrestle Talk. Love the chill delivery from Mr. Nyangi on the news. Shades of Keith Lee. That's a bloody compliment. Oh, oh damn. She's saying, you know what? It's true. When I do the news, I'm very eloquent when I talk on the news. On here, I'm a bit more loosey goosey. But Pete was my director. He went to me, <laughs> sat. I'm going to need you to chill a bit, like have the sat E energy, but also put it down here. So if you're saying I'm laid back on there, that's not off my back. That's off my director right here. That's me. And also, um, if you hate it, that's also my director. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'll take that. Um, and also, he said, uh, here's hoping we see Russell Talk's very own Biggie at the watch party. You're our Biggie, apparently, according to Misha Sumra. I'm sat E. Not Biggie. There's only can only be one Biggie, and he's only a lovely man. He's a lovely man. I cannot hold a candle to Biggie, to Ito Ewan. I cannot. I can only be myself. Sat E Nyangi, Mama Nyangi's baby boy. That's your guy. That's who you guys bought. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> By discount, Biggie. You bought Sat E. Sorry, man. <laughs> Winged Paragon said, I just want to say, Sat E, you're doing amazing, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate all the love people have been giving me. Rasa Talk have the best fan base, and I appreciate you guys who's discovered me for the first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Been doing this for a year. I started wrestling daily. Then mm-hmm. as a showstopper, I killed that show. Mm-hmm. Then I did an NXT review. Then I got cancelled as well. I kill shows, so just be worried about this show because yeah. I am not... I'm what you call box office poison. I'm Taylor Kitsch, John Carter at all. It It's okay because if you kill this show, then I don't have to work Saturdays. So if you can kill it, that's fine. Ah, that's all right with me. So you injected some poison into yeah. the seat. Ah. With a lethal dose of poison. Uh, that's uh, that was a Vince McMahon quote right there. Jack Nichols said, uh, "Tony Toot, who's that rocking up by the shore? Wyatt's Tempest in his golden boat. The SS Alvarez seriously winner returns. He might say the Atlantic in that garish thing. What are you talking about? Great to see Sat and Pete. That bit I agree with. I have no idea what the rest of the Ultra Chat means. Could it mean that I like when when Tempest takes off his mask? It's me. Sat E is Tempest. You never seen both of us in the same room. <laughs> Lol." Yeah. It's Tempest. You ne- you never know. Um, also, i just like to point out, this isn't an ultra chat, but I've just seen that uh, message from Luke. Oh. Over half the tickets are sold for the Clash at the Castle watch party. I'm not watching, so I don't know if he's promoed it. He's a pro, and probably has. I've had a couple of beers. Tickets are going fast, etc. I already did it, Luke. I'm such a pro. We're doing a Clash at the Castle watch party, if you didn't know. Do the link if the moderators have it. Uh, do the other... Maybe it's in the description. I don't know. Buy tickets for our Clash at the Castle watch party. If you're in the UK when Clash at the Castle's on at the start of September, come watch it with us. We've got a venue. It's going to be loads of us in a room, and we're going to watch it together. Question, do be we know what the venue time. is? Yep. We're not allowed to see it? Uh-huh. No, we are. I've just forgotten. Oh. <laughs> Click on the link. I just did a wrestle talking yeah. news, and you'll yep. see it there. Yep. Uh, click on the link that's here as well. It's it's at the it's at the, the joiner on worship in Shoreditch. There it is. That's where it is. So you can come there. It's on September third. And there you go. Over half the tickets have been sold. So come watch it with us. It's going to be a great time. I'm genuinely really excited for that show. I He's genuinely a, excited. It's going to be such a good time. Can't wait. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for watching this, excuse me, episode. Thank you 
Satin Yankee for filling in for Tempest and being awesome in general. Thank you. I uh, hope you guys liked him on the podcast and on the news. Hopefully, we're going to be getting Sat involved in a little bit more on stuff like this. Say so, nice things, they'll bring me back. Say yeah. horrible things, you'll never see me again. It's up to you. I advise you guys to say <laughs> nice things so they can bring me back in. It's an open challenge. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Really do appreciate it. Subscribe if you haven't. Like the video. Uh, subscribe for more content. We're going to have loads more stuff coming soon. Next week is going to be the debut of our new Friday show. Show, the Blackpool Content Club Woo! with me, Luke, and Tempest. It's going to be great. Can't wait for that. Uh, do the things, do the stuff. Bye. Jam that jam. See you later, Sat. We're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>